0: Haven't we had an interesting week on the Twitter? So this Dear Sweet article from the American Journal of Emergency Medicine, a non-inferiority study looking at gender differences in intubation. So in this emergency department in Korea for four years, every single intubation they did for four years, they recorded it. And the intubator self-recorded their gender and whether they were successful on first pass or not. And then they, you know, made their analysis and decided that men and women were well, no, they decided that women were not inferior to men. And then this got picked up on Twitter and holy moly, it has been quite the Twitter explosion. It has been coming Thick and fast from all sorts of directions about people being upset about this uh, about this paper, you know, and the fact that it was it was able to be done without perhaps ethics process, or you know, the the um, institution waived ethics, and that although it was performed in Korea, it was published in an American journal, and no real consideration made in the paper to the gender issue there
1: so i think we probably need to frame like we probably need to start at the end in some capacity to frame it fully for those people that haven't been paying attention uh even though it feels like everybody in the world has been paying attention it's and so funny because, because i i feel twitter like in facebook yeah, yeah it feels like it's everybody I feel feel they're like, they're
0: like, like everybody know mm. it's everywhere it's all yeah. through so my facebook take all through my twitter Random people are
1: talking about it. Just to take people on the full journey and to properly frame it, which unfortunately the editorial board did not do for anyone. And um when we hear the full story, I think it will become apparent that really that's um where <coughs> certainly my um concerns are directed at and not the authors of this paper. Uh keeping in mind that the authors of this paper are a female medical student in South Korea and um, a male um, Uh, a consultant emergency physician uh, who actually meant very well and has been, I think, incredibly courageous um, and brave and exhibited a certain amount of candour and emotional uh, intelligence that very few people would be brave enough to do. Uh, in terms of how he has engaged so rapidly with everybody that, again, the editorial board has has not done. So just to take people to the end of the journey, uh, before we go back to the Twitter tirade, um, the um, male um, physician attending um, consultants, emergency physician, um, has um, written two letters now um, to the people that have responded to the paper, saying that the intention was actually uh, to prove that women are equal um, because he had not previously been aware of gender equity issues um, and felt that this was an, a problem and wanted to actually be able to demonstrate that they were equal and overcome some of the sexism and issues that are particular to the culture within the environment he is working. and. Disgracefully, the editorial board, uh, I think disgracefully, the editorial board did not shepherd this paper in such a way as to ensure there was safety for the authors. Particularly coming from a non-English speaking background, some of the language used could have been reviewed and edited to avoid a lot of the tirade, as well as pointing out Um, the context and the cultural context from which this came, which is very, very different to the landscape in much of what we would describe as the Western world. And I guess when we, in inverted commas, say that we're talking about Australia, America, Canada, the United Kingdom. Is that fair?
0: Well, I think um, that's a really fair response to what's happened. I was reading his second letter today, and I really wanted to weep because of his honesty. He, he writes in his paper today that he himself thought that female trainees would struggle with intubation. And he said that he treated female trainees differently, not because he wanted to harm them, but because he had uh, these views that intubation required strength and women are not as strong and therefore they would need extra help. And I thought actually just putting that on paper was very profound because it's very sweet. We work with some very sweet people, um, and people you know want to help. And so isn't it interesting that he's providing his female trainees extra assistance with with the sort of belief, this unconscious belief that, or rather conscious belief, that intubation requires strength. Women are not as strong, and therefore they need extra help. But of course. He's he, now yeah. been, but he's yeah. now been educated to say, well, actually, it's not about brute strength. I mean, I have got the weakest, chickenest arms you've ever seen in your whole life. I don't think there's anyone who's <laughs> more weak than me. And even with very large patients, it's just not about. It's just not about strength. It's just no, not I, about positioning them correctly and all the
1: rest of it. I mean, the other most beautiful thing about what he wrote today as well, and the learning moment from it for him, which again to admit to, was that he admitted that he was a misogynist in that thinking.
0: And amazing, the, amazing. Have you okay. ever had? Do you have you ever had that before? Have you ever, when you've said to somebody, "I don't like how you've behaved," have they ever said, "Actually, you've got a point there"? So you know, because I have, most people I put the most people put the shutters yeah. up. You call them out on something, and immediately the shutters go up, and yes. they think oh, you're just overcalling it, you're being hysterical, what's yeah. wrong with you, et cetera. So he is, in fact, very novel in that he is immediately reflected yeah. on his views based on what people have said. Rather than going, look, all of you nasty people are coming at me, he's actually kind of reflected on it. And his insight is astonishing. I mean, it's wow. a masterclass in reflecting on your work. I'm, I, I couldn't be more impressed with him. And and so many people, and and
1: myself included, have come out and said, "Hang on a second, we need to, you know, redirect um, the eye here away from the authors, and also how many people have actually read the full paper, not just the abstract, to fully understand it, including good point because you need to read the full paper, not just the abstract, to see that it was done in good South point. Korea and not in uh, America, given it's in Asian, um, and equally." um you know the leadership and the role modeling of this for him is just amazing, and that the the fact that he has been able to so quickly turn around turn around and express himself and again express himself in a language that is not his first language and you know he so he so beautifully at the end of, end of it apologizes for his English when you know as somebody who speaks um, more than one language, many of them not fluently um, it's just so impressive and so amazing and i really am I, i my my one major issue with the study which i have been vocal about is i'm concerned about the lack of informed consent um and i think that that speaks to possibly there was not ethics um a full ethics for this study and you know that that is because i think there's little ethics that is done for training and simulation studies. And that's a whole nother episode and discussion in and of itself. That's probably my biggest concern with the design of the study. Um, but other than that, I think this was a failure of the editorial board.
0: Well yeah, and I'd make I'd make another point about the study design that you've decided that the male intubator is the gold standard to which the woman should be compared. That's the thing that kind of irks, right? Like they're the gold standard and we can only just all the time try and be as good as a man. It kind of just, it just really bounces on that nerve there, which is why people get so upset. The other interesting point is people poo-poo social media, but gee, wouldn't that journal have benefited from an active presence on social media four or five days ago? because they would have been able to take charge of it rather than leave their author there. I think most um, commercial companies have, you know, social media crisis plans, and they're able to sort of draw the fire to their social media so they can respond to things. So it's kind of an interesting, it's just an interesting thing where the author is responding on social media, but the journal has been publicly silent for a whole week now and of course then there are the comments about the editorial board um that whether this was a this was a problem the makeup of the editorial board that nobody was able to see it from an alternative perspective and they were perhaps blind to it so it's just so it's just such a fascinating thing like you could write a thesis on all the little angles of the story